LTBR daily Monday morning. Here we are, six, uh, June six. No, I'm sorry, June seventh, 2021. I want to make sure I get all this right. It's a lot going through my head, man. We had like so many announcements on Friday. We had a whole bunch of events on on Saturday, right? It wasn't just a URL battle. It was other events going around too. Um, if you probably heard or see on the timeline, but Danny Myers was the probably most standout individual this entire weekend. It's not named none, none. You know what I'm saying? Because uh. He made history. He did it. He made history, man. Uh, everybody knows that K-Shine had this whole long streak last year of not losing a round. Big air quote, right? Um, and in fact, I'll say this much. Even if you thought he did lose a round, K-Shine never lost a round by the caffeine fan vote, right? That's important to emphasize. The caffeine fan vote never had K-Shine losing a round all of 2020. This year, the caffeine fan vote, does not have Danny Myers losing around all the 2021, and he surpassed the amount of rounds that K-Shine has won. So now Danny Myers is on a 12-0 caffeine fan vote streak, the longest streak thus far, and uh, in caffeine history. And I'm 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 sure that this now obviously ups the case from everybody that wants to have Danny right in the runnings, that wants to have Danny as a top contender. Um, let's let's move this out the way because I got photos here, man. We got things to pull up. Um, I'm proud of Danny, man. You know what I'm saying? When Danny said he was on a mission, he wasn't lying. He he really wasn't lying. And I'll say this much: we we all kind of knew he would beat Suge. That's why the, the the votes were so overwhelming in his in his favor. And in fact, he's been a favorite every single battle so far this year against Drugs. He was at 80 20 favorite. I think 85 15, right? Against Kid Chaos, he was another 80 20 favorite. Uh, against Arsenal, that one was a little bit more balanced. I think actually he was just a slight underdog. It was really narrow. It was like razor edge, but um, he got he got he got Arsenal. He got the Arsenal win too. And with Shug, you know, we kind of expected this, but Danny's having a phenomenal year. I want to push back a little bit on the he's in the lead of Champion of the Year yet, solely because I know how this thing works, man. If you've tried tracking this this award from a week-to-week basis, from an event event basis, like, you're going to go crazy. It's too much. It's overwhelming. It creates this level of stress that, like, I don't need. So I kind of look at it in between increments. I'm looking at it between quarters. I'm looking at it every three months, you know what I'm saying? And by the end of June, we'll be finished with Q2 of 2021. We'll be halfway through the year. Um, but not only that, no would have happened. So we'll get the results of Real Sick and Danny. We'll get the results of Geechee and Rum Nitty. We'll get the results of Chilla and Tay Rock. Shoot, we'll get the results of A-Ward over at Queen of the Ring. I know, I'm sure A-Ward might not be in your top three, but I'm sure he might not be that far out. And these little, I don't want to say little, I'm sorry. These battles will continue to add on to his case. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we still got to wait to see what happens with Danny and Reed, too. You know, he's taking Reed in Philly. Uh, but Danny did announce that it's only a one-round battle. Just want to make sure we put that out there. Make sure we get that clear. Make sure the reporting on that is accurate. Danny Myers did say so himself that that's just a one-round battle. And we'll talk about Danny and Reed a little bit later on to the show. Um, let me see if I can pull this photo up, man. Because I we put up an interesting Twitter poll as of recently. And let's see if I can get this up on the screen. Because uh, this poll has a... Let's see, where is it at? Here we go. All right, cool. All right, so we put up a Twitter poll recently, right? 
which one of these two options would you weigh more into being champion of the year lead contender for 2021, right? We put Danny going 15-0. So that means he still needs to complete the objective. He still needs to beat real sick all three rounds for you to feel for you to feel and like like strengthened by his case of being undefeated in rounds. And we also had Gichi Gotti winning Ultimate Man in the Street on top of the fact he had line two caffeine cards, had the two on two. You know, um, the the race is still very knit tight. Um, I'm not a person who believes he can 30 real sick. Like, I think real sick is too good. But at the same time, Kid Chaos, I thought Kid Chaos is too good. I wouldn't thought I wouldn't have thought Kid Chaos get 30. You know what I'm saying? Arsenal, no disrespect to Arsenal, but, I, you know, after 70-plus battles, being the highest viewed battle rapper and accomplishing so much in your career, uh, I, I can see moments where Arsenal just phones it in. Or when Arsenal takes a loss, he doesn't really take a loss, and you'll see him again. Like, nothing's really that career-damaging or altering for Arsenal. So I can see Arsenal taking his foot off the gas pedal and Danny not taking his foot off the gas pedal. But Real Sick is one of these guys that I I don't I don't know. I don't see Danny beating this guy every single round. What's up, Fifth Letter? Uh, let's read some of these messages in the chat. The criteria keeps being changed for champion of the year. I don't think it keeps being changed, uh, CJ. I think... Uh, each panelist just has a different thing that they weigh in the most. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I've always loved quality over quantity. I've always loved um, competitive uh, opportunities, competitive battles. Uh, I'm not, I don't downplay small leagues, but I look at the opponent's name. You know what I'm saying? If you're battling an amateur on a small league, I, I, I don't know how much, how much stock I can put into that. But when you're battling a solid name, an established name, somebody that has experience, a vet off on an off league. Like, yeah, those definitely are good battles to, to help and strengthen your case. Or weaken your case in some people's senses. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Danny's given quality and quantity every round. Um, yeah, he's definitely given quality and he's definitely given quantity. Which is ultimately the thing that kind of fumbles his his pack along the way because this guy can never stop battling. Like this guy battled two weeks before battling Shug, he battled uh, Enes out in Philly. So you got to think, right? In four weeks, his Enes, his Enes, uh, Shotgun Shug, real sick. Within four weeks span, right? So that's one. And then you add two more weeks to that, that's three dollars. So that's four battles in about maybe six, seven weeks. That's tough, man. That's almost that's almost like an ultimate man to stretch. You know what I'm saying? That is a lot of battles. Danny being undefeated in his resume holds more weight. See, and then I, I, every time I say this, you know, I, I really I'm not trying to be Titus here. You know what I'm saying? Like I have a ton of aspirations and respect for the bar god, but you guys, I feel like you guys aren't keeping it real with some of the names on his resume. You guys don't ever rank drugs very highly. I, I, I'm on this chat four days a week, all right? I see the things you guys say about drugs. I think drugs is a very talented individual. I like him a lot. I think he's good. You guys don't think he's good. You know what I'm saying? You guys don't think so. And more importantly, you guys don't think Don Marino's good. I see how you guys talk about Don Marino and drugs. So although Danny did phenomenal against those two names, like, don't act like those two names are some of the, the like, are like top 20 battle rappers or, or even top of the food chain or their headliners are on the league, like, because they're not. And and you guys act that way all the time. But every I'm going to wait for another drugs announcement, and I'm going to let you see how you guys talk about drugs, all right? Because, you know, but I, that, at that point, you're just kind of nitpicking his resume. But nonetheless, nonetheless, uh, I do think some of the names 
uh, on his resume that may not be high in quality, he competes with the performance. Because I would honestly say Drugs had a better performance against Drugs and Don Marino. I'm sorry, Danny had a better performance against Drugs and Don Marino than he did against Arsenal, who's a legend. So what weighs more at that moment, right? Do you care about beating a legend when the performance was maybe like a 7 out of 10? Or do you care about beating somebody that, you know, is not ranked that high, but your performance was like 11 out of 10? It was amazing. It was almost flawless. Like, at that moment, what what matters more to you guys? You know what I'm saying? But that's where Champion of the Year gets into, so I'm going to leave that alone. We got another six months for that. Um, Salute to Danny Myers, man. Let's talk a little bit about Smack Saturdays, though. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Smack Saturdays. It's a pretty good card, y'all. I know uh, I know, y'all kind of didn't like the card in the beginning, but uh, it was a good card. Reggie says, content matter most. I don't know why people don't get this. Well, that's the thing, though, Reggie. I feel like content does matter the most, but if you're giving me the best content sometimes against opponents that just are not high caliber, are not in the highest opportunity, then, like, that has to matter too, bro. You know what I'm saying? The stage, the opponent has to matter too. You know what I'm saying? And you point to a lot of people that have good individual content against people that probably right now are, are not professionals. Saga right now is probably underrated because he's going on a tour and is having he's finally actually performing back to the level he was was once was, but it doesn't get talked about because he's bound people from Gates of the Garden, people on small leagues, crucibles that didn't make the crucible. You know what I'm saying? So like nobody's giving that any just do. So, I mean, content matters, but I also think the the stage and the opponent matters too. Let's talk about Smack Saturday, though, man. Smack Saturday. Um, what do you guys think about it? I'll give you guys my thoughts on all the battles afterwards. I see Ozzy says, I was wrong about the smoke break battle. My bad drugs and prep. Salute to drugs and prep. They put on. They absolutely put on. Salute to them. What is happening? It was a nine. Wow. Bullshit. It was a nine. App only. It's a seven out of ten for me. That's what's up. None nuns top five. Listen, man. Welcome to nunhood, all right? Welcome to the none nunhood. We allow you in. Anybody who still is skeptical, you know what I'm saying? Apology letters are still being accepted. Okay? There's still apology letters of you can still submit one. It's the deadline's not up yet, all right? The deadline's not up yet. The price of the stock went up for none then, for sure. So if you missed out on buying, that's it. It's too late. You got to overpay now. But I wish Danny versus Suge would have went earlier this year. Suge ain't got it. We'll talk about Suge in a second. Um, will Tayrock's top performance? Will Tayrock tops none none performance? It's a good question to ask, man. It's a good question to ask. We will find out at Gnome. He is really amazing. Suge's trying to outright a writer. Yeah, Suge literally came with the wrong approach. We're going to talk about Suge in a second. I want to see what else you guys think about um, Smack Saturdays. In the meantime, let me get this broadcast sharing, man. broadcast out there share the broadcast with me y'all too man you know what i'm saying help a brother out and all that 
I appreciate that, Shadina. Appreciate that. Alright, man. Smack Saturdays. By the way, shout out to Caffeine real quick because they have background play now. So now there's no excuse. Now if you leave the app, you're still listening to LTBR Daily. You guys have finally got what you wanted, right? Y'all wanted background play so bad on Caffeine. Everybody kept saying, oh, close the app. It closes. Now that we finally have background play, like, are, is anybody talking about it? Is anybody saying, oh, shit. Like, is that, is, Jaleesa says she's, she's already doing it. You know what I'm saying? So now you can listen. Now I'm going to get on more of a radio flow. Now that I know there's going to be audio listeners only, people that are not interacting in the chat. And if you're an audio listener only, we appreciate you nonetheless. Salute to you because, you know, you got you got to give credit when it's due. You can't ask people to make adjustments. Then they make the adjustments and you don't say anything. You know what I'm saying? If I tell Cece... You know, sometimes when you're on there, you be screaming. You know, can you tone it down a little bit? You know, and she starts to tone it down. I got to tell her, good job. You toned it down. You've controlled yourself. You don't yell every segment. I'm proud. <laughs> so, ca- silence to caffeine. They should have announced it. They probably should have definitely announced it. But if they didn't, we will. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, salute to the background play. All right, let's talk about Smack Saturdays. Um, first, let's talk. Let's start with Nexon Murder. Um, look, man, I, I feel like you guys are killing murder. Uh, unfortunately, you know, when styles have this kind of lineage and there's clear similarities, either similarities, influences, or, 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 or flashes of another battle rapper, comparisons in battle rap have never sat well with people. Me, on the other hand, I kind of like it because it kind of creates a genre of battle rap where you kind of know what to expect from certain people. If you like one person, you might like somebody else's content. And I do think murder lyrically is really good. It's really good, honestly. Like he, he, he's not. It's not that he's not talented. And keep in mind, you might say he sounds like Twerk, Tinker, Jay. He was literally out before all three of those guys. Um, so this is a style that probably originated with him, but he never manifested it to to become mainstream or never put it on the right opportunity to be seen. And now that everybody else has it before him, or at least everybody else has exposed it before him, it looks the other way around. Um, so I do think for murder, he'll need to have a drastic rebrand. Like, and I don't, I don't just mean stylistically. I mean, everything. I mean, like the way he carries himself on social media, because there's no way you're battling 10, 11 plus years. And most people don't know you that, I mean, like the hardcore fans may know you, the media guys may know you, but the fan, the the fans have to know you, bro. Like not us, you know what I'm saying? We're going to know who you are regardless. But if the people don't know, like they're going to be skeptical. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ever gone to one of your favorite restaurants and you want to order something new, but you're just too afraid, so you order the same thing? Like, that's what happens with Battle Rap, too. Like, sometimes we just don't want to listen to something new. We don't know what's up with it. So, there's one. He needs to work on his his marketing and, and get out there so we can know who the hell he is. Two, your name is simple, but your name is too close to Murder Mooks. It's spelled like Murder Mooks. It doesn't have anything attached to it, like Murder Something, so you can separate or stand out. It's just straight up Murder. Like, I really think you'll have to re-change your name, too, like, or, or at least add something to it, um, make it some kind of hybrid, because just straight up Murder is not it, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like trying to order a lion off Amazon, and when the package arrives, you get a kitten. It's like, hold on, this isn't the Murder I, I thought I was getting. Like, you know what I mean? So... No, I, I I do think his name also has to change a bit, um, just so it can just so it can stand out. Like the, the part of the rebranding package has to be everything, you know what I'm saying? And now we're gonna talk about the his actual style. Um, I think his content is very good. Uh, his delivery is probably not gonna change that much because of his accent, because of his physical features, because of the way he speaks. Um, so there's a lot of things he probably can't change, 
but I think he can change the approach. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not sure if caffeine, if I'll see this guy on caffeine again, or if he needs, he probably has a lot more work to do. He's not caffeine ready for sure. He's not caffeine ready, but he's somebody I still want to see. I think he's talented. I think he's lyrically good enough. He just has to figure a lot of other things out. And it gets hard because this is the part where like, either you have a manager or you bust your ass to make these changes because the league's not going to do it for you. As for next, man, let's talk about next a little bit, man. I want I want to know what you guys think about next. I know there was a ton of next slander prior to the battle. I know everybody believed he was overhyped. I know there was a lot of cosign from media, myself, CC, other media platforms, even a, a, a lot of other battle rappers, especially the West. Forget it. The West will always ride with their with their coast. But sincerely, he has a couple. Like, see, here's the thing, right? These guys they have potential. They have potential in certain areas that you just can't teach. And one thing about Next is, like, his confidence in his delivery. Yo, like, if you said, if you if you were sitting with Next and you're like, yo, Next, do you think you're better than Chilla Jones? Do you think you're better than K-Shine? He's going to be like, yeah. And you're going to look at him like, right? You're going to, you're going to, you're going to pause for a second like, what do you mean, yes? But at the same time. You kind of have to have that delusional confidence in yourself sometimes. Is I'd rather you have that delusional confidence sometimes it works out than not have it at all. Because at least with it, like you, you're adamant about this, like being good over time. And real talk, like he, he was confident on that stage. No slips, no stumbles. I'm sure the environment definitely made him feel a little bit more comfortable too. But like, put it like this: if Ultimate Man is four, is a bunch of new talent. I don't see a reason why he can't be in there and he why he can't shine. He definitely did really good his first round. Uh, everybody calls everything gas nowadays, so, like, nobody ever enjoys themselves. But I will say I do think by the third round, there was a little bit of – there was some gas, I think, in the third round. I, I can admit to it. But I don't like to use gas all the time because I feel like we, then we just, we just completely take away from the content. I don't even want to give any of the content any credit. Like, if you're going to sit here and say next had nothing that was good, like, I think we're all lying to ourselves. You know what I mean? Bullson says he was good. He was going crazy. I just, I hated next before Saturday. Okay. If anyone reacts, automatically gas. Listen, Mink, I want to say this much. Whether they call it gas or not, there's only 20 people in the room. If you think there's gas with 20 people, what is going to happen with 2,000 people? There's definitely going to be gas with more people. It doesn't, you think more people takes away gas? You think more people in the room are regulating? Like, hey, stop reacting to that. Hey, that wasn't that hot. Yo, you're, you're bugging out. Yo, yo, you're gassing. You're overhyping this. There's no regulation. It just, the energy increases. Like, what, what do you guys think happens? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe, uh, this is why I always say we're not used to the, we're not, we're not ready for the crowds to come back. But that's a different conversation. Um, salute to next. One thing you can say is that his live caffeine debut came with a victory, came with some confidence, but I would, I would be reminisced if I didn't give any criticism. I do think he does perform his bars more than actually he says his bars. Uh, I do think he's still a, a hit and a miss. Like he's swinging for the fences. Sometimes he hits, sometimes he misses. Um, I think if he focused a little bit more on just like Maybe emphasizing on the content instead of performing it, you, you it would resonate a little bit better. Being so animated only works for so long. Plus, it, exp- it, it it exerts a lot of energy. Like, if Murder had turned up and put the pressure on him, you, I don't know if that works. You know what I'm saying? Um, another thing, it, if you're going to choose the angle, 
Like, I, I think you need to start studying angling as a whole because, like, you're battling somebody that ha that's been battling for 11 years and nobody knows them. That's a great angle to use. And, in fact, you started using it, but you didn't build up on it. You, you, you went in and you went out. You know what I'm saying? And these are just signs of just, like, of, of immaturity. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying it in a bad way. I'm just saying it like, oh, he still doesn't know how to develop an angle all the way. He still doesn't know when to, like, you know, put emphasis here or he's out or he's performing too much of his bars. Like it's just little mechanics that will get better over time. When you study the game to see if you get dedicated to getting better, but his confidence, his delivery, his presence, his arrogance, like there's a lot of little things that you just can't teach that this guy has that will make him good along the way. You know what I'm saying? So salute to next and murder. And sometimes you got to take a gamble on these things too. Right? So, um, it is what it is. Um, M says he keep perform keep performance, but not over projecting. The bars are hot. That's good. Oh uh, nine bull says uh, he was he was here when URL started. Yikes! I was impressed. Yes, yes, yes. yes. All right, what other battles on Smack Saturday, man? What was what was after next and murder? We had um, none under Quest McCody. That's right. Um, look, man, let's let's just keep it a buck, right? I feel like. Ultimate Madness is the perfect opportunity to raise your stock, right? So you think about the Ultimate Madness 1, we left with maybe five, six all-star rookies from that, right? Ultimate Madness 2, you left with the Holmesy Cinderella story. Nobody thought Holmesy could win it. You know what I'm saying? London had a nice breakout. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Danny exerted dominance. Bill Collector made his state for the year. It always helps rise your stock at the moment. But it's still a vehicle, right? It's still a vehicle to get you to where you want to get to. It just gets you there a little bit faster. So outside of the tournament, you have to prove consistency. You have to show everybody that you was you weren't a bubble fraud. You weren't a, a tournament fluke. And I'm not saying that I'm not saying anybody is, but clearly Nunnan has had five caffeine battles uh, at this point in time. He's had back-to-back -back battles of the night between him and JC and him and Quest McCody. And then he's had a couple of app battles where he beat Sugar on the app. Him and Ryder have a, a, a they're going neck and neck on the app, pause. Like, they're, like, separated by a couple votes. They're, 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 it's a really close battle, really close margin. So that's at least, what, four battles outside of the tournament at this point? Yeah, none of them's consistent. I love Holmesy, and, I, and I'm glad he's a winner. He's in the history books forever. But he hasn't won a battle since the, since Ultimate Madness too, so this is a perfect example of somebody that's like, wait, hold on, maybe we need to put the microscope a little bit more on none none. Like he has already proven the consistency with with a, a variety of quality of opponents. You give him Sugar, the gatekeeper, then you give him Rada, like somebody who's also trying to establish himself. Then you give him JC, one of the best pens. Then you give him Quest McCody, who's a legend but trying to establish his URL career. So you're giving him a mix of competition. They have all have different goals. And he still shows up 100% of the way and doesn't change who he is. You know what I'm saying? So, salute to Nunnun, man. You know, uh, especially after he got retired by Jack. Uh, we thought we would never see him again. And here he is, revitalized, revamped. Um, I don't want to see Jack and Nunnun ever rematch, but it's just crazy to think that if they had battled now instead of back then, it would be fireworks because how much better they are now. But, you know, you can't dilute that win from Jack, boy. Maybe Nunnun is as good as he is because of that loss, so... Let's read some of these messages. Next loss to Rue Bando, for God's sakes. Hey, man. He, he, Rue's not terrible. Rue is talented. Rue is a talented individual. I know he, he might not be a lot of cups of tea for a lot of people, but he's not bad. France Jugs versus Prep was battle of the night. 
you think so? Uh, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. It was really debatable, honestly. Uh, although I, I kind of thought Prep won it clear, in my opinion, in my in my humble opinion. But uh, I like Quest and and none a lot, man. The freestyling, the back and forth, the pressure, like, it, you know, what I'm saying, I'm not mad at it. They're both for fire battles. You can you can have whichever one, but for me, none and, and Quest was definitely one of the better battles that night. Prep one, clear. Quest McCordy was bad the night, in my opinion, says M. It was a style clash. <laughs> somebody said, Little Reggie, man, somebody's always pissing your cornflakes. Get a girlfriend. Damn. Take it easy on Little Reggie, man. Take it easy. Little Reggie just speaks his mind, man. He talks spicy sometimes, but he means well. Take it easy. Quest was gassed. Quest is not even from the West Coast. What, what, what? We need to put a whole regulation on this word gas, man. You guys use that shit too freely, too loosely. Then when there's no reactions and there's no crowd, you're not watching the battles. There's no way to make any guy happy. Where's the Champion Magazine? I don't know. Let's ask Jay Black. Jay Black's still in the building. Jay Black, the Champion Magazine, we need that. I think it needs to be a Danny Myers cover or a Nundun case. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mad at Nundun being a cover neither. You know what I'm saying? Our update guy says the word gas and narrative needs to be banned from battle rap. That's a fact. Shoots to Tata. She says, Danny. All right, man. So, salute to Nun and Quest. I want to say one last thing about Nun and Quest. Uh, Nun went into a whole nother bag um, with his freestyling ability. Like, everybody knows he can freestyle. He's a good rebuttaler. But with Marvel coming to the stage, Marvel walking off the stage, like, that really added to his momentum. And it's kind of funny to me because I think Quest and Nun are at least familiar that they both can freestyle really well. And being that Quest and Marv competed in the freestyle era, you know the first number one rule of freestyling against your opponent is don't give them ammunition. Don't do nothing with your body language to help them spark their creativity. So Marv One came in there, walked in, and damn near just like helped Quest McCody lose around. Like, bro, what are you doing? Like, this is exactly what Nunnun wants. He wants for you to do something to help spark that like idea in his brain to create a bar on the spot. You're hurting your partner. Move. <laughs> Stay where you're at. You know, if you never come on the screen, that moment doesn't happen. You know what I'm saying? So, and Quest McCody's third round, it, it was a, I, I thought it was a good third round. I found it a little strange that, like, Geechee and Emerson Kennedy didn't like it. You know what I'm saying? Shout-outs to Stephen A. Cripp and, and Max Kennedy. They didn't like the angle. I was like, okay, well, I'll leave that alone. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think it could have been a better choice of an angle, though, because I feel like he tried to replicate his Cortez third round, and that round was really effective. The round was really, really, really effective, but it also felt natural. So for Quest McCody, I feel like if you're going to develop these angles, if it doesn't feel natural, if it's not something you can use as a conversation piece, because, like, he he tried to have, like, a, a whole, like, session with, with none, none, right? Like, let's, like, let's, like, an intervention almost. But I don't know how direct it was for him. You know, it, like if any other white guy was there, it could have worked. You know what I'm saying? What he did to Cortez was like, this is something you can say to somebody when you're arguing with them. You know what I'm saying? When he told Cortez, like, you slept on the motherfucking couch. He was across the street from your motherfucking house. Like, that's a bar. That's something you can say, like, just joking on Cortez or just arguing with him or just without raps. That's why it hit so hard because how just like natural and fluid it was. So I will say to to uh, to Quest, it looks like he's better at he's better off creating angles that feel natural to him. You know what I'm saying? Let's keep going with Smack Saturdays. You know what I'm saying? 
Let's see what's going on here. All right, we we will have RX pull up in 15 minutes to give her give her opinion and take on some of the announcements. We're gonna talk some KCJ and 40 bars a little bit uh, towards the end of 11 o'clock. But uh, prepping drugs, man. I know you guys out there. Uh, some of you said it was the battle of the night. Some of you guys were surprised. Some of you guys were impressed. Uh, I'm sure you guys had a lot of low expectations. I've seen a lot of you guys say uh, DMV this, DMV that. Prep called himself a hitman of the DMV. I don't like this. Like, y'all weren't happy about the match, but y'all were satisfied with the results. Can we can we, can we, we say that? Savage says, best prep and drugs I've ever seen. 09 Bull says, I love that battle. I had the Metallica cooling shirt on the stage. DMV Classic says, 09 Bull sent. Hey, man, you know what I'm saying? I want to say this. It must be really tough to be Ryder's, um, not Ryder, Drugs' friend. Because, like, him and Ryder went at it. Him and Prep went at it. And it's like, what's, what's going on, man? Why is being this guy's friend come with so much <laughs> material to use for battles? Like, what is happening? But Drugs is great, man. He was really, really good at that battle. Drugs has been getting better every battle. Well, you know, although he's calling himself Angle Drugs, him angling isn't new. Um, I guess now he's just figured out his groove and he's figured out how to use it. Prep is fire. Yeah, Prep is good, man. Prep is definitely... He knows how to be explosive. Can somebody remind me, what was that bar Prep said at the end in the third round? I think it has something to do with, like, time. It was like a haymaker. It's like something about a clock. I think I, for, I kind of forgot how it was, but it was similar to his 15 minutes of fame moment of silence. Something, something, I forgot what it was. Hand on the nine. Thank you. Hand on the nine. It, it, it feels like, it feels like Prep has figured out how to develop that one haymaker, and ironically, that both of them revolved around time. You know what I'm saying? Both of them revolved around a moment. You know what I'm saying? So, like, uh, he's figured out how to... Be, look, I've always said this. He can be explosive. He knows how to get into a bag for one round that's like, oh, shit, this guy's really good. The problem was he could never keep it for three rounds. You know what I'm saying? Prep will always give you a haymaker. He's always going to have a, a... like Shout out to Abby. He's always going to have a buzzer beater. You know what I'm saying? He, he's got that in the tuck. But it's just, it's never for a full three rounds. Um, sometimes his angles hit and miss. Really depends on the opponent. And this time it hit. This time it hit. Yo, can we talk about um, Prep's baby mom? That was some shit. <laughs> Yo, bruh. He dirtied his baby mother, bro. I didn't expect that. I didn't see none of that coming. I don't I don't know what none of that was about. I'm like, huh? Clearly he had a message. Let me see if we we can get a hold on. Let's see if we get a piece of this. Where's it at, man? Where's it at? Yeah, here we go. Here we go. This the perfect place to address it. Let me, let me, let me talk to my baby mother for a second. You miserable, mm. pathetic, mm. bitter, mm. desperate. Uh. Man, you stop beefing. Now you want to use my baby as the leverage? It's expected now, because that's the way a lot of your bitches move. But I played a part in it too. The moment we start. <laughs> You're bitter, desperate. Now, hold on. What, 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 what? <laughs> How does it start? How does it go? <laughs> you miserable, 
miserable, pathetic, bitter, desperate. That was so good, man. That was so good. He redeemed himself for that CJ loss. Okay. Uh, he better not miss a child support payment. She on his helmet. Facts. Really, how they little Reggie says it's really how they be moving. Look, man, I, I have no kids. I have no baby mama drama. I'm very grateful to not have it because a lot of my friends that do have it, a lot of my people that do have it. Listen, man, y'all go through a struggle that I can't relate to. I don't want to relate to, and I empathize with you because I have no clue how difficult that shit must be. Uh, I've never understood the women that want to purposely keep their fathers away from their children when there's fathers that don't want to voluntarily be there already, but there's fathers that actually want to be there as much as possible and you preventing it. Like, I've, I've never understood that part of the game, and it's definitely something that should be called out more often. And what better place to do it than on caffeine, right? A room full of males, a room full of baby fathers that, that might share the same struggle. That's why everybody in there was like, yeah. Like, they, they're like, yeah. Prep's talking to all of us. And he's not just talking to y'all. He's talking to all the baby fathers across the world, all right? This shit could go viral. The right tweet, this this clip could go viral, all right? You post this shit on Father's Day? Oh, yeah. There we go. We're posting this on Father's Day. Done. Posting this on Father's Day. F your baby mom, says Sue Surf Lawyer. Fathers want to be there. That was deep. That's going viral. Crazy. When is Father's Day? I think Father's Day is the last Sunday of this month, if I'm not mistaken. I got to post that snippet. The 20th. Okay, thank you for time. Uh salute to, to drugs and prep, man. I do I do want to say the drugs uh he I'm not going to penalize him so much for the stumbles, but clearly because it's such a close battle, it could make the difference for a lot of people. There's some people that are really detailed about cleanliness, that are really adamant about fluidity. They don't, uh, they don't, they, they, some people, some people like Hardcore Flavor who's in here, he considers stumbles as, as, as tough as chokes, which I feel like it's a little harsh, but I get it. When the battles are like that close, that could be the difference maker. You know what I'm saying? So salute to drugs and prep. Um, we're going to talk about Danny and uh, Shotgun Suge. Salute to Piccolo. Thank you for the props. We already talked a little bit about Danny and how Danny's having a fantastic year. He's on a champion of the year run. You know what I'm saying? He'll be battling real sick next week. But I want to focus a little bit on Suge. Um, look, man, Shotgun Suge is always easy to just, like, point at, say he didn't do good, uh, point out his flaws, point out his inconsistencies. Like, it's real easy. Salute to Piccolo with all the props. We really appreciate that. It's really easy for people to just, you know, make Shotgun Suge the butt of the jokes. Um, and I think his app record is something that really bothers him because it's kind of like, he has to work extremely hard to bring that record back to 500. Like, he would have to go on a 10-battle streak just to, like, be a little bit below 500, which is probably probably not happening, right? It's a very difficult thing to do for anybody. I'll say this, though. Like, his app record is a reflection of his career now, right? But it's not a reflection of his career of who Shotgun Shug is long-term, all right? Uh... Just go down his career for a little bit. 11 Platinum Battles, 4 Gnome Appearances, 2 Summer Madness Appearances, uh, 3 Smack Volumes. This is actually his second Yoro headline, believe it or not. He had one against Bill Collector, which is 2013. Disney headline for 8 years on URL until this past Saturday against Danny Myers. So now he has 2 Yoro headliners. Um, of course, one on UW, you know what I'm saying? He's got a couple of things outside as well. Uh, K-Slay, Funk Flex, 
uh, he, he's got a battle at 3 million views on URL, which not that many people have. Um, and more importantly, he's battled, at, I think now, counting 17 opponents that have done a proven ground battle. So he's battled 17 PGs in his entire URL career. Like, so you got to stop there and think, like, God damn, like, this guy was really an enforcer for that role of being the gatekeeper. Um, and I really give him a lot of respect for trying to battle the pens, trying to battle people in their home city. He emphasizes on putting the difficulty at the highest magnitude. But the problem is, is like, if you don't execute when you do that, no one's going to give it any credit. You know what I'm saying? You battled Rum Nitty, Danny Myers in a small room. You battled Jack Boy in Virginia. You battled Chef Trez in Atlanta. Like, these are all things that make those battles so much more meaningful if you're having a really good to great performance or clearly winning. But when you have those battles and you have shortcomings or you have stumbles or you have rounds that you don't complete or you, you have short rounds and the energy dies down, like, people forget, people completely forget the fact that you created this, this difficulty that really makes the battle a, a, a challenge, an obstacle. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure for anybody battling Chef Trez in Atlanta or, or Jack Boy in Virginia or any of these other things that he's done, like, these are tough tasks. These are tall assignments. This is kind of like your center that, that tries to guard, on the, like, play the defense on the perimeter. It's like, yo, you can't. This guy's too fast for you, bro. Like, I appreciate your efforts to try to be a versatile defender, but you can't guard him. And that's the thing with Suge. He's trying to be a versatile battle rapper, but you can't battle the pens. You know what I'm saying? Um, when he battled Danny, I think he took a, a wrong approach. He completely, he completely like actually almost talked to Danny as if he was Danny. It, it's kind of strange. Like you didn't get the bark, you didn't get the emphasis, and when all that stuff is missing, it almost looks like he's not sure. It's like he's not confident. It, it just the optics didn't look good. Um, of course, he he never handles these these battles well online. He's online upset. You got you got crucibles talking shit to shotgun sugar, and I feel him, man. He's like, yo, man, I, I, my career is established. You would take my career out of, instead of yours nine times out of ten. But here, people are talking crazy about him. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I think Shug just needs to go back to doing what he does best, and more importantly, wait for the stages, man. I, I really think, like, you know, between B Dot, between Nun Nun, between Jay the Nightwing, Jerry West, uh, now Danny, right, and and uh. Big Hand, that's, that's about six battles so far in the COVID era. How many of these has he won to you guys? Let's go in order, right? He lost to Jay. You guys got him beating none? You guys got him beating none then? Uh, maybe maybe not so. I don't know. You guys got him beating Hand? I, I got him beating Brooklyn Hand, so that's one. Uh, you guys got him beating uh, B-Dot? I, I don't think so. He beat Young Cannon. So, look, out of these six or seven quarantine battles, the record's not looking good, right? Looking against Jerry West, choking against Jerry West, choking against uh, Nightwing, you know what I'm saying? So, three and four, two and five, it's not a positive record, you know what I'm saying? So, but more importantly, forget about the wins and losses for a second. All Out of all those seven battles, the only performance that was really standout and good was the beat-out one. So, you'll say, you'll have one... Standout performance out of seven battles so far in this era. Maybe this setting is not for you. It, 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 it could be a thing. Sue Surfer's acknowledged this setting is not for him. All right? Sue Surfer is no longer the young spring chicken when he battled Big T in the small room. Like, that surf is long gone. So, he realizes he cannot tap back into that, and he will not proceed to tap into that. So, when the stages are coming back, you will see Sue Surf again. 
because he's aware. He's aware of what, what, what works for him. You know what I'm saying? If you guys are good at fucking a certain sport that I don't play, why am I going to play that sport against you guys? You guys are good at it. I'm not good in that. I'm not good in that sport. Suge makes good money and is the trigger that keeps battling. Smack told him to sit down. Don't get it twisted, man. Suge is, is a successful battle rapper. He's a successful professional battle rapper. Like, he, he's he's good at what he does. Um, it's just at this moment in his career, he's he's having a downtrend. And in 2019, uh, it was the year he had the most chokes in his career, where he damn near upped his CPR percent to damn near 37%. Like, I think he's got maybe 12, 13 chokes. And maybe six of them came in 2019. So then the other six happened in, in a span of seven years. So it's like, wait, hold on. How did you damn near double your chokes in just one year? What, what are you doing wrong here? You know what I'm saying? But salute to Shug, man. Salute to Shug. Let's talk about some of these announcements that went down over the weekend. I'm going to talk about this one before we bring RX on. Calico versus Hitman was announced. Yeah, I already know how that goes. What do you guys think of Calico versus Hitman? Let's talk about it. See Cal 3 0. See Cal 2 1. Cal 2 1. Mm hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Now we're going to get our X on for the last 15 minutes of the show. Calico Smoke came in there one round. This is peeling. This is the only announcement I need. Tickets paid for. Okay, but we've seen it before. It says 09 Bullcent. I wish they had battled where Cal and Will did. She deserves more than 13 minutes. Hey, it's not me. She's the one that says she has this time. I'm working on her schedule. She's not working on mine's. She looks at me. She would have been here the whole show, boss man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we get three rounds this time, so that's great, says Tata. All right, I'm going to be honest with you guys, man. Hitman and Calico. Um... I don't know about these Midwest clashes anymore, right? This isn't 2012, right? This isn't 2012 where I'm getting Verb versus X, Verb versus Hitman, and Verb versus Miles, and, and all these other, like, Midwest battles that are happening amongst yourselves. I feel like that window's kind of passed. That's why when you look at Calico and Averb, like, Calico was phenomenal. Averb wasn't. And that battle's supposed to be, like, a, a crown for the Midwest kind of battle. That battle was supposed to be a really high-level competitive battle, and we didn't get that because I feel like that window of, like, these Midwest guys being competitive amongst their own circuit, I think that time has passed. Um, that's my opinion. More importantly, if you look at Calico's last couple battles, maybe going back to the Briz battle, his Briz battle, his Twerk battle, and his Big K battle, right? Those are all on stages. And I'll say out of those three battles, maybe maybe one of them is really that good. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Big K battle is good. I think the Bridge performance is a little underrated, but I know people don't like the last two rounds of his. Um, so, overall, on the stage between those three battles, his last three stage battles, he hasn't been as good as he has been in a small room. Because against him and Ill Will, one of the best battles that year. Against Aver, dominant performance. You know what I'm saying? But against Twerk, Briz, and Big K... There's still much left to be desired. There's some weird moments in the battle. Some of them are choppy, sloppy. Like, So I, I'm not that confident in Calico on a big stage. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's just me. Uh, there, there is a lot of indications or a trend that 
leads me to believe that he might struggle on the big stage for for a round or two. He might have moments where it's not as consistent. It's not everything's not landing or clicking for him. Hitman on the other side, um, whether you have him losing to Cassidy or not, he had moments in that battle. And more importantly, Hitman. Besides 2011, between Hollow and Goods, I can never name another time period where Hitman's had back back to back bad performances. Like you know what I'm saying? You might think he lost battles back to back. That's fine, but having a bad performance and having somebody losing is different. Like. I don't think you can count on Hitman to say, oh, he performed bad against Cassidy. He's going to perform even worse against Calico. What do you think Calico's going to do? No, that's not how things work. That's not how things work. Like, in fact, this is going to be a guy that's probably going to be way more inspired. This guy lost to Calico and arguably lost to Cassidy or has the people thinking he lost to Cassidy. You think he's not going to come back with some kind of vengeance? He has way more fuel and motivation than Calico does. Calico already beat Hitman, and as far as Calico's side, like, he beat Verb. Like, in his mind, he probably thought he beat Young Ill. So he's probably like, yo, I beat everybody from St. Louis already. Like, I have nothing more to accomplish. I have nothing more to prove. Hitman's the one that really is out here for blood. And, And more importantly, like, I just, I just, I'm just looking at previous stage performances. Like before Cassidy and Hitman, like he was really good in the two on two. He was really good against Bill. He was, he was good against Rock, but it, you know the battle was didn't live up to your expectations. But he was really good against K Shine. So Hitman has a a better track record and is more persistent on having good performances on the big stage. And he's been there already too. You know what I'm saying? So. You guys are going to underrate Hitman because of his last performance. He's going to go into situations as the underdog, which is exactly what he wants. I think Hitman was a little delusional when he said he was the underdog against Cassidy. I think he was really trying to put that upon himself and make himself believe that. And in reality, it's like, yo, bro, except the fact that you're a 90-10 favorite. You're one of the biggest favorites ever. Everybody thinks you're going to uh, de- demolish Cassidy. So you're not the underdog. But this situation, you just might be the underdog. You know what I'm saying? Um... Send RX the link. Let's see if we can get her on to talk a little bit about 40 bars and uh, KCJ. Let's see what you guys have to say. Hitman said he only wanted Briz and look. Yeah, you know, everybody's trying to get the Briz battle, but it's it's not on them. It's on Briz. I thought Hitman so-called retired. Guys, relax. Guys, these bad rappers don't retire, especially, especially not three months ago. Like, relax, man. Don't let Cassidy fool you. He killed Tay Rock. Who's he? You talking about Calico or Hitman? They both battled him. Extend the show. Let's we'll, we'll extend the show a little bit. Rx looks good, but how many wins does you have on resume? Take it easy, man. Take it easy. France Calico is my favorite one A one B Geechee. Calico's that Calico's fire, man. I'm just saying his last couple stage battles hasn't been his best performances. His small room battles, he's very dangerous though. You know, against against ill will. One of my favorite battles that year against Averb, I don't think anybody could have beat him that day, probably. You know what I'm saying? So I think you're actually taking him out of the best place you can put him. If this was in a small room, oh, forget about it. This is barbecue chicken. This is Calico Hitman Part 2, where Calico just says, all right, let me just do the same thing I did the last round against you and and, and go work. Because although they kind of battle in a crowd, they battle on a, a flat stage with nobody there, just them two. And I feel like that does make a difference when you don't have entourage to create the optics you don't have people to feel no momentum it's just you and the battler that makes a difference that's probably why calico looks so dominant against hitman the first time they battled let's see here let's see what's going on with it Ooh. 
see if I get RX up in here real quick before we get up out of here. If I can't get it written, it is what it is. Um, all right, it's in the invite. Uh, looks like we're we're trying to get her on. We're trying to get her on, but. You know what I'm saying? Listen, man, like, like Latin people run on, on a block on the clock all the time. It's supposed to be on 11, 1120. Uh, you know, I'm trying. If it can't happen, we we just do it for another day. She's going to be around. She'll be, she'll also be here Saturday. It's not a, it's not a, that big of a deal. You know what I'm saying? Um, Calico Hitman, man. Uh, we, we will see. We will see. I think it's a good battle, though, for um, RBE. You know, they love, they love battles with some history, some nostalgia, some good background. This one does have a lot of uh, a good background, but like, how much more? What, what more can Calico Hitman really say to themselves at this point, right? Like, they're gonna argue about their careers. Calico's gonna talk about Hitman, how he treats his girl, how he lost to Cassidy, how he's emotional. It's like, I don't know. I, I, I'm just, I'm not as excited as everybody else for this, but I respect both these guys' legacy so much that, of course, I will probably be in attendance for it. Um, they about to argue about the brotherhood and I'm going to go home. We can definitely expect some brotherhood angles. All right, let's, um, let's move on, man. Let's see if we could get our X on. We can, if we can't, uh, let's keep, let's keep the show rolling though. More announcements that came out this week. Cause Friday was our Thursday. I think it was Thursday. was going crazy. We got URL announcement. We got RBE announcement. A Ward got another battle, right? You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about A Ward. A Ward and Charlie Eclipse is going down. Uh, Armageddon card out at the rap committee, the same league he battled Arsenal at. I believe out in uh, Flint, Michigan, but this one will be in Ohio. This one will be in Ohio. So this Midwest league is booking these guys is really good. Uh, I think Charlie Eclipse already came out and said himself this is a one rounder, though. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that, 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 just put it on the table. But I, I guess for in A Ward's case, you know, Getting guys like Arsenal and Clips even for one round is still, still a, it's 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 better than not battling them, but it's just it's such it's just such a it's just a tease, man. You know what I'm saying? Like like if Don Marino was battling these guys for one round, we would we wouldn't give this any credit. But A Ward's doing it, and we're like, yes, A Ward is independent, and I love Ward, I love A Ward. You know what I'm saying? But I just wish these could be three rounds. Like figure figure out a way to make this battle like just. Have some more pressure. Have some more uh, worth. You know what I'm saying? Have some more equity with the fans. And make it easy on us because we don't want to just look at your resume and say, Arsenal, Charlie, Clips, and then have to put an asterisk next to those names and be like, damn, well, you battled two of some of the greatest battle rappers of all time for only one round. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, also, these leagues are not paying for three rounds. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, update guys says, do we really want a three-round Clips in 2021? I'm always going to say that I think Clips is much more consistent than people give him credit. But whenever he's inconsistent, it, it just it stands out so much more. Um, I think Clips and Ward could put on a really funny battle. If you get him for one round on a small league, um, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I don't know if you if you get a really fire Clips 
or you're going to get a clips that is like not mails it in, but just has fun. You know what I'm saying? A clips that like just has fun, freestyles, jokes. It's just there for a good time. I have no clue what to expect from Ward. Um, whether they're going to try to put on a really competitive battle or they're going to try to put on a real fun battle. Like I, I have no clue what to expect, but this is a plus for Ward. Uh, of course, you know what I'm saying? So salute to him. Uh, Jay Black says, is it three rounds? It is it's not three rounds, Mr. Black. Charlie Clips came out already confirmed it himself. This is a one-round battle. It's a one-round escapade. One-round competition. Cassandra says, Clips is fire. Clips is on point, says M4. When I heard one round, I stopped paying attention. Hey, four time. I hear that, man. I hear that. But if you guys, hold on, you guys better keep the same energy, though. You guys better keep the same energy, because Danny Myers and Reed Dollars has been announced, and Danny Myers said himself on his YouTube live, it's one round. He said it's one round, because you know, it looks like Reed has other plans soon. He wanted to get it done. They try to work the business out. Um, some little details in between that can't be, couldn't be said. But Reed and Danny Myers is also just a one round battle. Okay, and I want you guys to keep the same energy. You know, you guys say, "Oh, Ward and Clips is one round." Ah, uh, well, Danny reads one round too. All right, don't don't give this all the juice because it's Danny. Stick stick to your morals, right? You guys you guys don't like one rounders that much. Keep, stay consistent. Uh, stay consistent. But Danny and Reed is fire battle. Um, he's taking this is I think Reed's Battle Academy debut. So this is pretty dope. You know, that's a league that I feel like the entire city has been waiting for Reed to, to pop out. Um, Reed is only doing one round with Danny Myers. I, that that probably be might that might be more dangerous than going three rounds with Danny. I got to be honest. Jay Black says, but Danny got a whole bunch of top quality three-round battles on his resume. That's true. He definitely has way more three-round battles than War does. Um... He has way less one-rounders than Ward. So I can see where the, the, the riff for A-Ward comes up. Um, back to Reed and Danny, though. Listen, man, uh, battling Reed in Philly is a tough assignment. But this isn't going to be like you're battling him in lockout, right? Like, you battle him on the stage. You're battling him in the trenches now. Like, you're, you're, you're going to wherever Battle Academy is at. Like, they're always in some somewhere in the trench. Some building, some venue. Re gonna be comfortable there. But I still think battling Danny for one round is extremely dangerous. Especially if he goes second. He's gonna rebuttal. He's gonna match your energy. He doesn't have to write that many bars. So he can easily pack the haymakers he wants to pack. He doesn't have to structure nothing for you. You know, he can just go straight attack mode. Um, I really think this... If Re should have been like, let's make this three rounds. Because at least I have a chance to keep the pace, uh, have some endurance, uh, play the long game with Danny. You know what I'm saying? Beat him, beat him, go go to distance with him. Because if, if we lose the coin toss, Reed goes first, it's over. That's that that's that battle's a loss. That battle is an absolute loss, in my opinion. That's a wash. Because then at that moment, like, just imagine Danny has the last word on one round. Like. LTBR update guy says Reed already took out one of the West's best. The app would agree with you, sir. App gang would thoroughly agree with you, my friend. 
Yeah. Yeah. Listen, man, I know some of y'all want to say Nitty won, but respectfully, Nitty's 20-2 and two on the app, all right? That ain't one of his wins. <laughs> Respect. You know, he got 20 wins on the app. Reed Dollars ain't one of them, respectfully. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. You got to you gotta give something up. You got to give something up. You can't win them all, all right? And I've always said, that, look, if App Gang, which is probably the biggest fan base in the world for Nitty, says Nitty lost the battle, Oh yeah, Nitty lost the battle. These are all paying. These are these are all paying Nitty fans that are saying we as the Nitty committee, we as the App Gang, who votes Nitty number number two in, at number one in record, number two in voting, uh, reactions I should say, we we all declare he lost three dollars. Yeah, I gotta stand. I, I, I gotta stand down. I gotta stand down. They they got it. He lost to Reed. You know what I'm saying? You know what? We'll, we couldn't get RX on today, uh, but I'll end the show in five minutes with another topic, and we'll save Casey and Forty Bars for tomorrow when we got Cece on air with us because uh, I know Cece probably has a lot to say about Forty Bars and Casey, especially how they've been going back and forth. It's been spicy, but we'll save that for tomorrow. But I want to talk a little bit about uh, this Cassidy thing, man. Um, I seen over the weekend, Daylight, Tay Rock, I think Murder Mook. They were all probably in Atlanta. You know, I see Easy the Black Captain out there. Hip-hop is real. 15 minutes of fame. Looks like all the media was out there. I know today, June 7th, we actually got invited to the Worldwide Battle Press Conference, but we couldn't get anybody to go out there. And, and I personally didn't want to send out Ty Ty Titus to a Cassidy <laughs> press conference. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I have other assignments for them. My Atlanta people, I have other things for you in the works. You don't got to go to a Cassidy press conference. I'll, I'll hold it down. So maybe we'll make the next one. But the Worldwide Battle press conference is today. So it's clear there's going to be some more announcements. There's probably some more structure going on. They probably figure something out. But Cassidy goes on this rant on 15 Minutes of Fame and Hip Hop is Real, where he talks about battlers having the energy. And he says, end quote, battlers don't need the leagues. The leagues need battlers. Um, we'll end the show on this topic. It's a really interesting topic. Uh, 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 and it's, you know, I'll throw it to you guys first. What do you guys think of Cassidy's statement? Battlers don't need the leagues. Leagues need battlers. Then we'll talk about it. Anesthesia says facts. And one says, uh, yes and no. It's a partnership. Disagree. Battlers in the leagues because they can't organize themselves. One hand washes the face. Established rappers don't need them. Up and comers do. He meant the battle rappers need to take over their own career. New era app rappers need leagues, but YouTube Smack DVD era uh, most don't. Most need leagues. Very few can move freely. All right, man. Look. Uh, again, I I I've been watching battle rap since 2003, right? Probably been really since 2001. But I'm going to say the DVDs, the MOOC DVDs, 2003, right? So almost 20 years. I've uh, been in me since 2013. And I've seen a lot of independent ventures. I've seen a lot of uh, private investors will come, try to start something, get a home run grand slam. It's not sustainable. They're out of business. I've seen a lot of battle rappers do a lot of independent ventures and projects, whether it be events whether it be merchandise, whether it be music, or whether they're putting on their own events. And it'll never get the traction that an established league gets. Why? Well, maybe because we don't know who they are. 
maybe because it's not marketed right there's a lot of little different details but i feel like and this is this is me speaking from like as a content creator right now i'm i'm watching a live chat i'm doing a show and i'm also working the, the the system here right so i'm doing three things at once that i probably shouldn't be doing as an artist i don't think you could be administrative and creative so like you can point to disaster versus chase banks in recent memory you can point to hitman versus casino these are independent ventures where these guys created their own battle against an amateur and had their own pay-per-view that was cheaper than anything else only ten dollars and those events, I don't want to say they flopped, but they didn't get any media coverage. Like, they weren't really talked about. They didn't really, like, have any energy. They, they came and then went. In fact, I don't even think those battles are out. S- sincerely, I I, I have to, I'm going to have to check Verse Track on YouTube, but I can't recall watching those battles again after the pay-per-view on, on YouTube or anything. So, uh, and Cassidy is a different, he's a different animal, man. Like, this guy is, is he was, he made his career in battle rap before, even the street DVDs was out, you know what I'm saying? Like his freeway battle is is a is a stone now in hip hop. It's like whether you like Cassidy or not, you have to acknowledge his freeway victory is like like one of our landmarks as a battle rap culture. He made that before Two Off of the Streets, Smack DVD. So of course Cat in Cassidy's mind, he doesn't need any of these people. He didn't battle on the DVDs, you know what I'm saying? And he picked whatever league to battle on. That doesn't apply to Hitman Holla. It doesn't apply to Daylight. It doesn't apply to Sue Surf. A lot of these guys do, I mean, like, Daylight may have not have been on URL that much, but he's on it now. You know what I'm saying? He's on it now. He needs it now. I think these guys need these leagues, man. I, I really do because um, it's an ecosystem, bro. It's, a, it's an ecosystem. I hate when, like, entrepreneurs... I've always, I always see that on social media all the time when entrepreneurs is like, I can never work a job. I can never be an employee. Uh, being an employee is this and that. I can never be a slave to this. Like, they really, like, downplay the position of being a working employee. But then they create a company that needs people to work for it. And it's like, wait, you've just, you've just completely let us know that you don't care for employees. But now you need employees. And it's like, wait, hold on. What? Like, are you down? Are, are you... Uh, what's the one I'm looking for? Um, are you diminishing? Are you downgrading the value of something that you need to build your company? You know what I'm saying? And it's the same way with the leagues. Like, you can't downplay the leagues. You guys need the leagues. The leagues need you. But I don't know. Like, it, it, Flavor, yeah, it, it's a boss move, I guess. But, like, you, you need the workers, right? Everybody can't be bosses. It has to be workers and bosses. It... it, it People, there's people made to work and there's people made to lead. There's people made to do operations. There's people made to manage. And there's leagues built to create a foundation and a platform. And there's others to utilize and catapult the platform. You know what I'm saying? Um, too many sh- uh, chiefs, not enough Indians. It's the truth, man. Like, I, I don't feel like uh, all these battle rappers can be like, oh, I don't need the leagues. Like, Matt Hoff has been on this for the longest. What what has Battle Nikki Jam and Method Man done? Respectfully. You know what I'm saying? Salute to Next. We talked about you earlier in the show, uh, bro. We, we will be uploading this if you want to get a chance to catch it. Yeah, but, you know, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, um, You can see the translation in a lot of battle rappers when they do independent ventures. Like, it never... Their fan base just never fully translate to it. Hitman Holla has a million followers on, on Instagram. And when he goes live with a battle rapper, he probably gets less than 5,000 people to tune in. So, I, I, I can't sit here and say that battlers don't need the leagues. 
You know what I'm saying? What I will say about the leagues, though, is that they're smart. They realized at some point in time they created and generated all these stars and they said, okay, now we need to hone and create new talent, new stars, which is which is really difficult. You know, you're not just gonna find 60 people in a room and leave with 10 to 15 all stars. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's not that easy. But they're able to continue spinning the wheel, putting out content, putting out battles, giving talented individuals opportunity. And a battle rapper is all for themselves. They're all for themselves. Um, they find ways to cut corners any way they can. And that's why battle rappers now are touching all these different markets. That's why you see so many battle rappers being in media, right? That's why you see so many battle rappers now trying to be league owners. Geechee, Lex, uh, the, the list goes on. It's because they realize just, just battling alone, even if they go the independent route, it's not the only way to make this money here. Like, there's so many other things to touch on. And it doesn't all the way translate unless you're back behind somebody. Like, you can't replicate smack. You can't replicate organic. You can't even replicate IRP. Like, none of these guys can be replicated. So when you bring something that we don't know, like, we're going to be weary. We're going to be, like, skeptical. We're going to be, like, cautious about it. You know? We, we don't even know if it's going to be produced the, the right way either. So, like, it's, 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 I don't know. I disagree with it. But it, it's really easy for him to say these things because he's in that position. These other people are not in that position. And I'm not sure if they can even create that position because that position doesn't want to migrate. You know what I'm saying? A battle rap fan is, is, is a battle rap fan. Like, bam, that's it. Very rarely do, do they go and follow these people into their other ventures. It doesn't translate all the time. Maybe partially because the fan base doesn't want to translate. Partially because the battle rapper is not doing a good enough job to help convert them. Mix of both things. But leagues need the battlers, man. And battlers need the leagues. Every, they both need each other. It's just that simple. And you guys need the fans, too. Everybody needs everybody in this culture. That That's what's always so weird to me. Everybody tries to separate every single aspect of it, but they're all needed. You know what I'm saying? You need the platform to create the opportunities for you. You create the opportunities for the fan base that pays the bills. I've always had... I've, and then, like, it, it just... It translates into so many different... It transitions into so many different, like, uh, uh, weird crab-in-a-barrel mentality where it's like... Battle rappers hate fans. Like, oh, you don't rap. You don't say this. Well, like, wait, what? Like, you're not rapping to 100 rappers. You're rapping to consumers. And and, and and battlers, like, you put on your own. Go ahead. Put on your own event. Get the production. Uh, get, the, get, the, get the stream going. Get the technical side of things going. Get a full card going with, with talented names that are going to make us want to pay attention. Distribute the content properly. Like, it's a lot of things you start to you start to think about. And you're like, damn, I don't really know how to do all these things. Yeah, you're right, because maybe you shouldn't have to worry about doing all these things. The league owners don't have to worry about putting on a good performance. They have to worry about being managerial. You have one job. It's to be artistic, You to, to be creative. They have the job to be administrative. I never personally feel like you can do both. That's that's my humble opinion. That's why when Gichi Gotti does both, this is just an outlier. Like, I can't picture somebody battling as frequent as he does being a league owner and a media member and still being consistently good. Like, that's unheard of. You know what I'm saying? Shouts to John John Nadon, another league owner slash battle rapper. I think Arsenal had a very interesting model because um, he kind of saw it early. Like, yo, if I start my own thing while all this is hot, like, I can take advantage. Start a U-Dub. And luckily for him, he was able to get one of the greatest battles of all time, Loaded Lux and Hollow Down. But we knew what happened after Loaded Lux and Hollow Down, right? Like the company <laughs> went went to the bed for a little bit. The company was gone. The company did not exist. It went bankrupt for a couple of years. We lost U Dub, and then it came back as 
you know, it came back a couple years later, repackaged. It's like writing, directing, and starring in your own movies. Rare, it works. Shadina, there's a reason why there's multiple positions, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, maybe a lot of us are, are... If anybody here is a small business owner, you know for a fact, like, it's it's tough, right? You, you do a whole bunch of things. You're on top of accounting, marketing, uh, client-based management, uh, uh, branding. You're on top of so many things as a small business owner that you're like, damn, I really wish I could eventually find somebody to take care of one area or category for me so that I can focus my energy on what I'm good at. You know what I'm saying? I don't think everybody knows how to do everything. And you're not supposed to know how to do everything. Part of being as wise as you are is knowing what you can't do to have somebody else do it. You know what I'm saying? And, and I don't know. I, I I I keep hearing this thing where battlers try to rebel and go against the leagues and it just it's never sustainable. I always see them come back. I've, I've been here almost two decades now. I've seen it multiple times. This is just another occurrence of it. We're going to look back at this Cassidy tournament like we did Total Slaughter, like we did Ether, like we did a whole bunch of other stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So shout out to Caffeine for allowing you to leave the page. Shout out to the background play. Caffeine with background play is elite. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Ozzy says facts to the small business thing. Tata says yes. You know what I'm saying? All right, man. We got to get up out of here, man. We went we went a little bit over for today. Uh, we couldn't get our ex on, but I will say this. We will have her on Saturday for the Gnome After Party. You know what I'm saying? We'll have content going all week. Me and CC on tomorrow. CC solo this Wednesday. You know, Toxic uh, toxic Thursday. Ty's going to hold you down with the predictions. We got back-to-back after party Saturday and Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Good episode. Yeah, I haven't done a solo show in a minute for a time. And so I, I had a lot to say over the weekend. Um, so here we are, man. Everybody has a wonderful, fantastic Monday. As always, LTBR Daily, Monday through Thursday, 10.30 Eastern Standard Time. We will see you all tomorrow. Peace to all my peoples. We appreciate you.